So why is missions important here at LCC? Well, number one, it's important to God. Amen? And you know what? There, there are two scriptures that just jump out in my mind when I think about missions. The first one is John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's a mission scripture, guys. It is the impetus. It is the reason behind everything that God has done toward mankind. His love has compelled him. His love compelled him to send his son Jesus. His love, his grace, his mercy is what compels him to... Uh, to continue to uh, to be patient with us. You know, we were talking before church, Brother John, that, man, that, that the return of the Lord has got to be soon. Well, why is the Lord tearing? Because He wants some more people saved. He wants some more people saved. I remember one time I went on a missions trip, and, and uh, again, guys, that's something that we need to put on the calendar real soon, and whether it be a local one, whether it be a foreign one, mission trips will change your life. And, and I remember coming back from that missions trip, and I, and I was wondering... Why, uh, you know, why, um, why, why the Lord's been tarrying so long? And, and I, I had a chance to minister to people who'd never heard the name of Jesus. We were in the mountains of Mexico, and we preached at a village that had never heard the name of Jesus. How amazing is that? And I felt the Lord speak to me that, you know, while we've been waiting for Him to come, He's been waiting for us to go. Amen? And that leads me to my second scripture that you can't think about missions without Mark 16 and 15. That tells us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And you know what, guys? All the world is your workplace. It's your family. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's wherever we go. Obviously, we support missions all around the globe. That's why we, we recognize these different countries and flags. And, and I'll get into a little bit more of those details in a second. But love moved God to do something about it. Amen? Now, here's something about it was sending Jesus, right? Well, if we love God, if we love people, we need to do something about it as well. Amen? And that something is missions. You know, I read a quote uh, recently, and it said this, our missionaries remain faithful in going, therefore we must remain faithful in giving. Amen? And uh, we have an opportunity when it comes to missions. We have an opportunity this coming Sunday when it comes to missions to, uh, to make a difference, to, to take a step of faith, to partner with folks who are going all around the globe and, uh, and be a blessing. Amen? Missions has always been a part of my personal faith walk. You know, Chantel and I attended a great missions church. Now, you know, when we, we throw around the word great all the time, and, and I heard Dan Betzer say this. He said, I can't tell you that every missions church is a great church, but I can tell you every great church is a missions church. Or every missions church is a great... Yeah, every, every great church is a missions church. And that was a church that gives regularly over a million dollars to missions. Let that sink in. A million dollars to missions. We just recently um, lost a great uh, general uh, in the missions movement, Dr. Randy Valamont, pastors at Great Church in Griffin, Georgia. And I think uh, his church has regularly given multi-million dollars to missions. Now, why do we say that? Because missions is important. Amen? It's vitally important because missions means souls. Amen? I'm glad that somebody told me about Jesus. Aren't you glad somebody told you about Jesus? And guess what, guys? Missions is the program by which we tell others about the Lord. But missions has always been important to us. When we first got married, we went to a great church up in West Monroe, Louisiana, First Assembly of God. It's known as the Assembly now. And, and very, very soon in our married life and, and very soon in the walking with the Lord, they had a missions convention. 
And uh, back in those days, you'd, you'd have a couple weeks set aside. You'd bring in a lot of missionaries. You'd eat a lot. and You'd do some church services and get to sit down with missionaries. And, and during that time, we got to really talk to a missionary. Got to talk to people who went to Africa. Got to talk to people like Brother and Sister Ford. Okay, got to talk to some amazing missionaries and and, um, um, and, and, and just caught their heartbeat for what missions was all about. And, and when we first met them, believe it or not, I was in pre-med. Now, some of you know this. Some of you don't know this. Your pastor has a pre-med degree. I was going to be a doctor. So, Cade, when I was talking to these missionaries, I was like, this is kind of cool. One day when I'm a doctor, I can go back and do some cool stuff. And, and I even remember one, mis- uh, one evangelist slash missionary, a guy named Roosevelt Hunter. Remember Roosevelt Hunter? He was talking about, man, there's some, there's some ships that go all around. It's called Medical Missions. And he was like, man, Mo, you get out of med school. This would be amazing. I was so excited about that. And, and then the Lord changed my direction, okay? But he didn't change my heart about missions. Amen? Missions has always been a big part of, of, of what we've done. And, and I can remember at the very first time Chantel and I sat in a, in a missions convention or, or had a Faith Promise Sunday that we're going to have this coming Sunday. We were just married. Um, in fact, um, she was making probably a whopping $1,000 a month. Okay, we, In fact, we were talking about our first apartment. Sean, how much was the rent on that apartment? 165 Let that sink in. And wasn't it furnished? No, I'm sorry. That was the second one. Yeah. Look, we went from 165 um, which was a little studio apartment. That's a nice way to say one big room. Okay? I mean, no, studio, one big room. Okay? And then we, we went uptown. We moved to West Monroe, Louisiana. We went from Monroe to West Monroe, and our rent went up to 250 a month, but it was two-bedroom furnished. Two-bedroom furnished, y'all. Okay? Man, we were living high on the hog. Okay? And, and uh, living on love, man. I was playing football, and uh, and so I couldn't work. I was working full-time playing football. Uh, she was making all the money, and, and uh, I remember sitting down, and we, I think our first mission, Faith Promise, was probably $5 a week or $10, $10 a month or something like that. And for us, that was a step of faith. And, and again, this Sunday, we're going to ask you to take a step of faith as, as well. So that's why I'm telling you a little bit about missions tonight. I remember at our very first missions convention, we heard from the Fords, we heard from Jim and Cynthia Lemon, we heard from the Holloways, who are still friends to this day, and got to got to hear about some some exotic places, and we were challenged to pray. Obviously, back in those days, they used to always give you prayer cards, and you'd stick them on your refrigerator because that's a place we go pretty often, right? And you'd pray for them, and you'd stick them in your Bible, and you'd pray for them, and and then of course you'd give financially and. Uh, we did that through a faith promise, and I'll tell you more about that later. As a youth pastor, missions took on a new mindset. It was called Speed the Light, okay? And I've got Gary Sapp to blame for that, okay? <laughs> Gary Sapp uh, is an amazing man of God who loves missions with all of his heart, and for about 25 years, the way he spelt missions was Speed the Light, okay? How many ever gave in a Gary Sapp Speed the Light offering? Okay, in fact, all of us, if you've been in a Speed the Light service with Gary Sapp, you gave. Okay, you might have to go home and get your wallet, but you gave, okay, because Brother Gary had a great passion for that. Speed the Light, of course, is one of the auxiliary missions ministries that primarily uh, buys uh, vehicles and buys, uh, buys the sound equipment and so many things like that. But uh, as a youth pastor, Speed the Light was important. As a, uh, as a pastor, Speed the Light was important. I was telling John before the service, one of my highlights of, of my time in the district office, Chantel's highlight was camp. 
She loved camp, okay? Your wife loved camp, okay? Pastor Ronnie Foray did not love camp, okay? Yeah, we didn't love him at camp, okay? Because he was a great youth pastor at youth camp, but we ran kids' camps. And Walt Rose would make him go to youth camps, uh, kids' camp, rather, so he wasn't too happy about it. And then, then we hire him as our youth pastor, so it's all good. But she loved camps, but what I loved was missions. I had the opportunity to head up Light for the Lost, which buys literature and those things for our missionaries. We were also able to head, head up BGMC, and, and uh, probably one of the, the, the greatest highlights of my ministry is in our time at the district office, we raised over a million dollars for missions in, through Light for the Lost uh, and BGMC. So, again, that's amazing. So, missions has always been a big part of, of what I've, I've, I've felt. Missions has also been a huge part of this church. You take an opportunity after service to walk down the Hall of Honor, you'll see a plaque from, I think, the early 90s when this church gave nearly $100,000 to missions. Now, look, guys, $100,000 fell a lot of money, but back in 1989 or 1990, that was a whole, whole lot of money. Amen? But why is that so important? Because it's God's heartbeat. I've heard it said that missions is God's heartbeat. I also believe that missions is one of the reasons that this church still exists today. With all the challenges that we've been through, with all the ups and downs, with all the, the at times, very poor decisions people made, or, or, or all the, the unfortunate things that have happened down through the years, missions has been a one constant. And I believe that is one of the reasons why these doors are still open. Why? Because God loves missions. So let me explain to you how we do missions here at our church, okay? Here's how we do it. Uh, not every church does it this way, but this is how we do things here. We currently support 35 different missionaries monthly at at least $50, okay? So you can do the math. That's, um, that's almost $2,000 right there a month. But uh, we support each one of our missionaries at at least $50. Now, the reason I say at least is a couple months ago when we merged with Promised Land, we picked up every one of their missionaries. I did not want to call a missionary and say, Hey, bro, so good to talk to you. Got a little bad news for you. Because they did nothing wrong. And you know what? So many times uh, churches say they'll do one thing and then things happen. So we picked up every one of those missionaries. And guess what? We didn't miss a beat. And I think God has honored that. And we've continued to do that. So we're, we're currently supporting nearly th- or right at 35 missionaries at $50 a month. Again, some of them are a little higher. Plus Speed the Light plus BGMC, plus Life for the Lost, along with similar special projects. And I'll get to the little special projects of these little furry things right behind me. And uh, the funds for this mission support doesn't come from your tithe, okay? Your tithe, the 10% that you give uh, to the church, that goes for all the other expenses. When it comes to missions, we fund missions through faith promise giving. We fund missions through regular mission support given by you. If you'll look at our giving envelopes, there's one in every pew, and, and certainly you're familiar with them. First line on it is tithe. That's your 10%. That's what that God expects from you. And then everything above that is lanyard. Good Cajun word, amen? I don't know about you, but God really likes to bless on the lanyard side, okay? And the very second thing right under your tithe says missions, okay? That's what we're talking about right now. Folks that give to that on a regular basis, that's how we support our missionaries on a regular basis, okay? So we've been doing that like that for a while now. Just to give you an idea, we just finished up uh, last year's uh, accounting and different things like that. 
And in missions giving, last year we gave over $40,000 to missions. Give yourselves a hand, guys. That's impressive. That really is. I got our report from the, the general office there in Springfield, and that reflects an, a 30% increase, 30% increase in missions, and that's in one year. So we're so excited about that. God has just really been good in that area. Now, in addition to that, that does not include uh, benevolence because we also fund benevolence through that. Uh, locally, we support benevolence, our St. Mary Outreach, which ministers to so many people's needs. And then we also do benevolence requests in the church and outside the church. And, and so, again, that all runs through the missions fund. And, and again, uh, I think that's just something that really pleases the Lord. Your faithful giving has also created a positive fund balance that allows me to immediately meet needs without delay. For example, I think it was during the fall, a hurricane hit uh, one of the islands, okay? And Convoy of Hope is a ministry that often goes to disaster relief. And uh, an appeal was made out, and because of that faithful giving that, that we've accumulated in our account balance, I think I was able to send off $1,000 just like that. Not, didn't have to take up a special offering, didn't have to do anything like that. It's because of your faithful missions giving, we were able to respond immediately. So, again, those are all things that I'm really, really excited about, and it's something that, that I think is absolutely working. So we're going to continue to do it. Amen? And all we need is your help. This Sunday, we need your help. And uh, I'm going to ask Chantel to help me out with this a little bit. Sean, if you'll pass one of these to everybody. Okay? Now, I'm not taking these back. Uh, one per family. Yeah, one per family. Okay? If it's a husband and a wife, give it to the one smiling. Okay? Now, what we're passing out to you is this is a card that you're going to get Sunday, okay? Uh, I'm giving you a heads up on it so you get a little bit more time to pray about it. But uh, this is going to be the card that we're going to ask you to prayerfully consider how you want to partner with us in the area of missions. This Sunday, we need your help. We're going uh, to ask that you would pray about what God wants you to do and simply be obedient. You know, last year the Lord spoke to our heart or spoke, spoke to Chantel's heart about a certain amount to give, and, and we began to give that by faith. And last year, personally, just through LCC, we gave over $2,500 to missions, personally. The reason I tell you that is not to brag, but to let you know I would never ask something of you I don't do myself. Okay? Look, guys, I, I, I don't ask you to I, I ask you to tithe because I tithe and the Word says it. I ask you to give offerings and missions because the Word says to do it, and I do it as well. Amen? So I would never, as a leader, ask you to do something I don't personally do. So through our missions program, and then in addition to that, like, like so many of you, there are other missions programs that we support on our own. I think One Child Matters was one of those missionaries that we have met down through the years. Uh, our friends that are pastor in a church in New York City. So again, these are all missions, but let's get back to this Sunday. This Sunday, I'm going to ask you to prayerfully consider what God would want you to do, okay? Whatever He tells you to do, I'm going to challenge you to be obedient. Now, we just finished our giving statements, and again, those will be ready on Sunday, and as your pastor, I reviewed every one of those, because I think that's something that a pastor needs to know. It's one of the tangible ways we can tell your growth in the Lord, Amen. If you're tithing, if you're giving, if you're supporting the church, you're growing in the Lord. Amen? So it's one of those things that I check out. And, and again, I was very blessed in that area, saw some amazing things. And um, But you know what? Not everybody gives commissions. So I have a very, very simple goal this coming Sunday, 100% participation. 
Amen? Now, you don't have to give to the tune of what Chantel and I have given. You don't have to give what Donald and Garland have given or what the Plus Laws have given. But you need to do something. So I'm going to ask that every one of us, in fact, Sunday, this is what you're going to hear me say after our, our guest speaker finishes. I'm going to say, I want everybody to do something. Even if it's $5 a week, $10 a month, whatever it is, I want every one of us that call LCC home to have some skin in the game because this is vitally important. Amen? I think the future of our church, if we want to inherit the land, if we want to inherit the promises of God, if we want to walk into the destiny that is ours, I believe missions is a very vital step to that. Amen? So this Sunday, I'm just going to ask you to pray. And again, you get kind of the heads up, so you get to hang on to that. And uh, we're just going to ask you to prayerfully consider what you will give through your local church to missions on a regular basis. I think everybody can do something. And that's exactly what we're going to ask you to do. Whether it be small, whether it be great. I can remember some 25 years ago, we were sitting in your same seat, and our first missions faith promise was 5, 10, 20 bucks. It was just not a whole, whole lot. But now I see where God has grown me, and I'm excited about it. Amen? Yes, ma'am. It is a little different than life for the lost. Okay, I'm glad you asked that question. In fact, we'll get to Q&A because we've got a little time. This is not Speed the Life. This is not DGMC. This is not Life of the Lost, okay? This is our regular missions giving that we give on a monthly basis to our missionaries. Now, when a missionary comes in, and I think last year we had seven or eight of them come in, whether it be a Wednesday night or on a Sunday, whenever they come in, they share their heart, they share their ministry. Sometimes they even preach for me. Uh, And then we receive an offering for them. That all goes to them. That doesn't go into this pile. That goes all to that missionary, as I say, every time we take up an offering for them. But this is regular missions giving that our missionaries need. Okay? Here's how world missions works. Our missionaries itinerate, which means they raise their money. Then they go on the field for four years. They don't come home during those four years. During those four years away, they they are counting on churches like us who have committed $50 a month, $100 a month, whatever it is, for us to pay that every month. Sometimes churches become a little sharp. Sometimes things happen that are totally out of church's control, but it it ends up shortchanging our missionaries, which makes it a real challenge for them. But this is not Speed the Light. This is not DGMC. This is not Light for the Lost. I think a couple months ago we had a Light for the Lost banquet. Some of you made commitments to that. Some of you even already paid those commitments. Thank you. My wife and I do that as well. In fact, the $2,500 I talked about did not include 1000 that we gave to Life of the Lost. Did not include BGMC. So again, this is mission support that supports our missionaries on a regular basis. But it also does special projects. Let me tell you about this little special project. Aren't these the cutest little things? Okay? This is, uh, this is a little bear that is going to be deployed. It's the word they like to use. Okay? They're going to be deployed with every one of our sheriff deputies, okay? What in the world would a sheriff deputy need one of these bears for? Well, here's the deal. Obviously, our sheriff deputies, they, uh, they respond to a, a, a whole bunch of different scenes, okay? And here's what they found. Whenever there's a child on the scene, whether it be a, a fire, whether it be an accident, whether it be domestic abuse, whatever the case may be, obviously, it's a traumatic event. 
kids don't know what's going on, you know. We, you try to explain it to them. I've been in the fire department, and I've seen kids, and you, your heart goes out to them because it's like, you know, especially in a fire scene, they're losing everything. It's like they don't understand. It's amazing what happens when you give them a little something, okay? So uh, David Spencer, a friend of mine who works for the sheriff's department, was just talk, talking about this thing, and I felt the Lord speak to me that we should do something about it. So I Facebook messaged him and said, hey, what would it cost to put, because they had just done this, and what would it cost to put another bear in each one of our units? And he's telling me about $300. So guess what I did? Through our missions fund, I made that commitment to him, okay? But the only prerequisite I had was, you're not going to see this in the paper. You're not going to see me shaking the sheriff's hand. I, I do that all the time when he comes to, when I see him, okay? You're not going to see anything in the paper. But I said, before these things get deployed, I want to pray over them. So at Wednesday night, at, 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 or Wednesday afternoon at, at Intercessory Prayer, we had an opportunity to pray over all these bears. And in just a few minutes, after I close in prayer over you, we're all going to come forward, those that are physically are able. Sister Garland, we're going to throw you a few bears. They're going to look like cats all around you, okay? But uh, for those of you that are physically able, we're going to ask you to come forward. And I'm going to ask you to personally put your hands on every one of these things. Now, um, I, I am requesting that we keep the oil in the box and off the bears, okay? Okay? Because, again, we don't want don't to mess them up any. But uh, I want to pray over these things because here's the deal. I don't know what child's going to get this bear. I don't know when. I don't know the situation. But I know it's going to be a, a stressful time. I know it's going to be maybe a crisis. It's maybe even a tragedy. And I know a God who's able to touch. And, and even though this is just a physical little stuffed animal, we're going to pray that the anointing and the, the touch of God is going to uh, comfort a child, comfort a family. Amen? And um, our friends down at Crossing Place are doing the exact same thing. By the way, I think Jen took the idea from me. Okay? Just wanted to throw that out there, okay? But uh, but David brought a box of bears to us. He brought a box over there, and, and I think they're praying over them as well. And, and so in just a few minutes, I uh, we're going to give you an opportunity to, uh, to pray over these things. But again, I just want to use this as an example of what some of the missions projects look like, okay? Now, I know this is not the most spiritual thing in the world, okay? But guess what? It's going to make a difference in a kid's life. Amen? And locally, that's a big deal. Amen? So, again, that's just one of the many things that we do through missions, and, and I could go on and on about that. But let me tell you a little bit about Faith Promises. we got a little brochure that I just want to read you just a couple of little highlights on, just so for those of you that have maybe never made a Faith Promise, you'll have a little heads up. It says, making a faith promise. By the way, we have some of these at our info desk that if you'd like to pick one of these up, you're welcome. It says, God calls individuals to serve as missionaries around the world, and he's called us to help support them. Okay? I am so glad God has called me to Berwick, Louisiana, and not Burmese or, or Africa or someplace like that. But he's called me, and he's called you to help those that are called there. You know, making a faith promise is really a sacred act. It's a spiritual agreement between you and God. He will guide you in your decision and bless you for your commitment. Each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart. My wife and I have prayed about this, and the Lord gave us a figure that's very much in tune with what we did last year. And for those of you that have already done this, obviously I'm going to ask you to fill this out again. It could be the same. It could be less. It could be more. It's just whatever God tells you to do. So what is a faith promise? A faith promise is like I just said. It's a commitment between you and God. Are we going to send you a bill? No, we're not. 
Okay? I'm not going to send you a bill. We are going to send you a little letter and just say thank you. Thank you for partnering with us. Thank you for coming alongside and helping us through our missions program. But we're not going to send you a bill. Okay? It's also not your tithe. Okay? It's not your tithe. Okay? This is in addition to your tithe. Also, who can make a faith promise? Anybody can. Anybody can. What if I'm unable to make a large faith promise? No amount is too small. Amen? Let me say that again. No amount is too small. I want 100% participation. If that's $5 a month, I want you to make it. Okay? There's going to be no amount too small because I want you to have the blessings of God. And when we give to missions, it guarantees blessings coming our way. Why should I fill out a faith promise card? Isn't it just between me and God? When you do that, you help me and you help our church leadership board to set a budget. Okay? We have missionaries that contact us every week. Okay? Now, every missionary who has spoken at this church, we have picked up for mission support because of your faithful giving. Okay? But there are missionaries that aren't able to get in. They have them scheduled. I would love to be able to say, yes, we will pick you up. Because you know what? If a mission missionary calls me and asks for help, I have a rule. I don't tell missionaries no. Okay? Thank you for helping. By the way, I used to say I had a problem. Then I prayed about the problem, and God didn't seem to have a problem with my problem. Okay? So since I can't tell missionaries no, I need your help. Okay? So thank you for helping us with this. Why do you fill out a card? Because it helps us set our budget. It helps us give us an idea of what's coming in. Okay? Who will know what my faith promise commitment is? Well, basically... Myself, okay, because here's another benefit to you filling out this card. There's half of it you tear and you keep, and then the other half I keep. And once Miss Amber goes through and puts all these names in the computer and sends you out a letter, I'm going to hang on to those things. They have, they're sitting in my desk, my office today, and I pray over them on a regular basis. Why? Because I want you blessed. I want our church blessed. I want our missions program blessed. So who all is going to know about it? Basically just a handful of leaders here at the church. If I previously made a faith promise commitment, should I make a new one? Yes, make a new one, just like my wife and I are doing. And when should I give my faith promise? Give regularly. Give when you give your regular tithe. It can be a weekly commitment. It can be a monthly commitment. Whatever works best for you, that's what we encourage you to do. Okay? Now, before we pray over our bears, before we wrap things up, any questions about missions? By the way, Sister Diana, that was a very good question. Is this like life of the lost? It is, but it isn't. What we're talking about Sunday is simply our regular missions giving that goes to support our missionaries that are out on the field. Any other questions? By the way, there are no dumb questions, okay? Any questions? Does it make pretty good sense? Make sense? Awesome. I'll tell you what, I'm going to pray over you, and then I'm going to ask you to come forward, and we're going to, uh, to pray over these bears. Uh, we have a few of them in Rangers. We have a few of them in Missionettes because I thought it would be kind of cool for the kids to be involved in this as well, okay? So uh, let me pray over you. Oh, you. Got something you want to share? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I love Missions Month because it gives us an opportunity. And I, I know you told, talked a lot about when we first went to our missions convention, we were young married, maybe not even married yet. We were um, going to West Monroe First Assembly before we were married. So I don't know if it was before we were married or after, but we were young. But, you, you know, missions with me started even before that. My mom, when I was probably about seven, my mom and dad took me to Mexico to, with the church to build a church. And I can remember, um, you know, when, when you're
you're born and raised in America and you don't have a TV growing up, <laughs> and then you go to Mexico for the first time, I can remember my eyes were probably this big everywhere we went and the sights and the smells and the sounds. and it's. But, you know, something happened on that trip. I realized at seven or eight that the world was bigger than Franklin, which is all I knew at the time, right? There was a whole world out there of people that are that are not in my group of people. And and since then, you know, seven, I probably went back two or three times, the same place. It was um, Fresnillo, Zacatecas, Mexico. And I can just remember that. I can remember going. And something happened in my heart, a love for people. And it, it didn't take me long to realize that I was called by God. And it also didn't take me long to realize that I wasn't called to a foreign country. You kind of know that early on, usually, you know. And so when, when Mo and I got together, we went to our first missions convention in West Monroe. I remember telling Mo, now listen, it's really important that we give to missions. Because in my little 20-year-old mind, I thought if I gave good, then God wouldn't send me. Because he needs me here to give, right? And so, I mean, since then, we've been on a ton of missions trips. And, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit partial to El Salvador, actually. Um, I never want to live there, but I've been lots of times, and I support missionaries there, but I just know this. Something happens to you when you give outside of what you know. Something happens to your kids when they realize that there's a bigger world out there than Berwick, right? And so, why give to missions? It's real simple. God commands us to. He says to give. And so, it's an act of obedience. The Lord really been speaking to me this year about obedience and just Remember the things I told you to do and you stop doing. Like, just be obedient to what I told you to do. And so this is something that we can all be obedient in. And and here's a cool thing. It doesn't have to be much. Like, just take a step of faith. And I was listening to a podcast today about doing good works. And if you want to see, like, the supernatural things of God, the signs, wonders, and miracles, usually God finds the people who are doing good things. And then because of their good things, they have a relationship with him. And signs, wonders, and miracles follows those who believe, right? You want to do something good? Just stretch your faith and give to missions because it will change your life. And I know for us, it's a, it's a non-negotiable. It has been for 26 years now. It's just a non-negotiable. We give to missions. And so I talk a lot on Facebook about living my best life. You know, part of my blessed life is because I'm blessed, because I bless others, and it's real easy. On this podcast today, this guy said this. He said, when God trusts you to be a blessing, then the blessings pour in. And I want God to trust me to be a blessing. I heard about a, a situation. I'm working with a, a girl in Georgia. She went to Honduras twice in, in the last two or three months. And she's working with this orphanage over there. And she's real passionate about it, you know, on Facebook. And I know this, I've grown up with this girl. And, and the other day I just called her. I said, hey, I want to send some money to help with that. And she was like, she wasn't even asking for money. She was just kind of being passionate on Facebook. And I was like, I just feel like I've seen his help with that. And she was like, for real? I was like, yeah. I've never been to Honduras, but... You know, I know that God loves people in Honduras, right? And he's blessed me, so I want to be a blessing. So just be obedient. That's, you know, that's all it comes down to, just obedience. So good, so good. You know, guys, we are blessed in order to be a blessing. Amen. So I want to just pray a blessing uh, prayer over you, and I do want to remind you, please hang on to that card. Uh, pray about what the Lord would have you and your, your family to do. And uh, bring it back with you. We will have more cards if you happen to forget it. No big deal. But uh, but let's be, just realize that blessings follow obedience. Let's do whatever the Lord tells you. So let me pray over you, and then I'm going to ask you to come and help me pray over these, uh, these little special missions projects that we have in front of us. Lord, thank you for loving us. 
thank you, Lord, that somebody came and told me about your son. And, Lord, I just pray right now that you would help me to, to, to pay it forward. God, to, to, to equip that missionary who's in Peru right now to tell somebody about you. God, to equip that, that missionary that's going to the inner city to tell somebody about you. To equip and, and to be a blessing right here in our community, Lord God, because missions is, is, is about Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world, Lord. And, and God, it's important across the globe, but it's also important right across the street. And I just thank you right now, Lord, that blessing, that missions is something you are blessing. Lord, so many times we ask you to bless what we're doing. Well, God, when we get involved with missions, we're getting involved with something you're already blessing. And Lord, I just thank you for the assemblies of God. We're far from perfect, but God, we do missions very, very well. God, it is the reason why I think our fellowship is the greatest fellowship on the, on the planet. It's because of missions. It's because of your anointing. And God, I just ask right now that you would speak to each and every one of us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to take a step of faith. Help us to do whatever you tell us to do. And Lord, we're just believing you for great breakthrough and great advancement for the kingdom in this year of 2020. We ask all these things and more in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.